Bip bop crash, you're fucking my ass. <laughs> Welcome back to Cocktails and Comics. It is I, Andy, and I'm here, of course, with my co-host, my co-pilot. Alec, what is going on, man? I hate the fact that you obviously <laughs> let us talk for that little bit, but you were completely silent. Yeah, because that's only because out. that you were either trying to figure it out or you already had that in your head. You didn't want to lose it, so you said nothing. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I started it so quick because I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah, and I was like, it. let's go. Uh, first off, I do want to say I like the remodel Thank of you. Uh, the Batman uh, shelf over the screen and then uh, the floating shelves for everybody else because yeah. I've been dying to see everybody else up, which isn't yeah. everybody yet, I know. But uh, yeah, yeah it, it looks gorgeous. I love the themed shelves. You got, that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Got man. Beauty and the Beast up there, all of them. Uh, and then we got Game of Thrones. I got Tyrion twice on there, and then Ned, John, and Daenerys. And then for the smaller one, I have uh, Bioshock Infinite, uh, Booker DeWitt, and uh, I can't remember her name, to be honest. Don't you have a uh, Last of Us pop? Did you not? Did you get a yes, Joel? Yes, I have a I Last think, of Us pop. You have Joel, I right? think it's somewhere. No, I have Ellie. Oh, it's somewhere Ellie, down right, yeah, on the shelf. Behind Steve right. somewhere. Okay, okay. Um, I have them. I like the remodel, though, man. That looks good. Yeah, looks I, good. I finally replaced tacks with uh, <laughs> with actual drywall screws uh, oh. so they could hang actually nice. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, just like the uh, WWF Attitude Era poster. Uh, I put command strips instead of one see, sheet book. See, that's one that could have used that instead of yeah. backed up from that poster. Like, I think we got it. <laughs> it <laughs> just much. keeps crashing down. Like, all right, so let's, got it. let's rethink our ink here. Yep, we're not doing well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, I can't wait to put in the shelves behind me so that we can put more pops up. And... Yeah, I think I just about know the batch that I'm going to bring over. So, oh, yeah. so I'm, a little bit of everything. I'm ready for it. But also with us today, we have, good job, Stephen, we have Stephen. Stephen, how are you doing today? That was the worst fucking intro, man. Yeah, because so you fucking, bad. you're such a bad outro person. I, I am, I, give you I know, shitty. I'm terrible. You're awful. Why do you have a towel? Uh, because when I came over here, I wrapped one wine bottle in it, so the two Why is it on your together. lap now? Where would you like me to put it? On the ground? In know. the bag? She dropped the cap before, let him keep it there. Very true. He might drool all over himself. Who knows what my <laughs> <laughs> To be polite, that's not what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. Yep. A and B, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even notice what because we just did our show. Yep. Well, it's behind notice. you, you know? And I ha- I hung up the memories board, which has a bunch of photos of us and stuff. Where? Directly behind you. Oh, and so I need to I need to update that too. There's a lot of old photos in there. The top left is uh, Amanda and I weren't dating, but that's when I we thought were, that was Maddie. That was from uh, Cherry Pie. That was a Cherry Pie show where I was kissing on. I thought that was Maddie. You you should be glad Matt, <laughs> you should be glad that Amanda doesn't listen. Are you, me or Amanda look like Maddie? You. Oh, okay. I thought that was Maddie and her. No, it's me. And uh, I was kissing up on up and down her neck while we were both sweating profusely. And she was like, how did you fuck it? And I was like, because I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm like, I just wanted lovin's. <laughs> Not much will stop me from doing that. <laughs> so here we are. Is it you with the Batman face flipping me off? I'm holding you by your shirt. 
Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, I see a finger up. Yep. And then we got Amanda and I at uh, Diesel, which we need to go back to. And uh, one of my best friends, Morgan, in there, her birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole's out in the corner. Yep. And then you and I at the canceled uh, Mount Olive show. <laughs> I love that picture, man. That's, That's such a good picture of us, like, sad at yeah. a bar that we didn't want to be at for that purpose. Yep. And yeah. then us with uh, Jess, good old yep. Jess up there. Absolutely. I like that. But getting to it, because I don't want to bore Steve here. House of the Dragon has completed. It's boo. Because now what am I gonna? Do? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, what like, are you gonna do every no, Sunday? I'm like Michael right. feeding pigeons in the park. I, I don't know what to do. Car, car. <laughs> and just throwing entire slices out. Yep. Like I have no idea what to do with myself. Well, I that's just, what I was thinking today. I was like, what am? What is Amanda and I gonna do Sunday? On Sundays. Sunday you know? sucking. I was like, we gotta find some new show or something. I think I'm gonna. Actually, do the rewatch of Game of, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I think we should do that too. Especially not a bad idea. You know. Yeah. Because you can watch a couple episodes. You can finish it in two years. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you stay consistent to just watching it a couple episodes every Sunday, that's not a lot of Sundays. No. I mean. No, it really isn't. So you it's would have to like watch hundred four, right? So, I mean, you would have to Space watch, you know, how many episodes a Sunday to get there. Right. So, I mean, like, it seems like a long time, but when you put it down to one day. It's kind of worth it. It is. Oh, it's 100% worth it. That show oh, yeah. is fucking amazing. That show is amazing. Like I said, even with the shitty last season, I'm still I'm still happy about it. Like, I'm still excited about that show. Um, so, but I digress. Going forward. Uh, let's start but out also with, backwards. but also, back, <laughs> but also backwards. Correct. Uh, let's start, Steve. We're gonna start with you. Uh, how are your feelings of season one? Just how? What was your vibe from beginning to end? How'd you feel? Um, I, I get. Oh, I don't know. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. No. But I kind of wish they would have played out more with younger people, not bouncing sure. around so many years, because there could have been a lot of shit that happened in between there, and they were just trying to cram shit together, mm-hmm. is how I kind of felt about sure. it, like they were just trying to cram and get to a point where they didn't need to. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I thought it was really, really good. And I do love the fact that they did stay away from gratuitous nudity. Yeah. That had nothing to do with the fucking story. Agreed. Agreed. I thought the love scenes were well-placed inside of episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And again, you really didn't see Much of anything. anything. No. Uh, Alec, my same question to you. I loved it because it's Game of Thrones. Let's get it. It's the family that everybody really wants to see the story of. Let's fucking get it. Um, to Steve's point about the wanting to see more younger and everything, mm-hmm. I totally agree. <clears throat> However, I get it because said people that we were following <coughs> as younger meant a whole lot more in the timeline when they were older. Mm-hmm. So let's pinpoint certain aspects while they're young, even if it's the five to six year jump or the, whatever, the six month to two years to five years and 
all of a sudden we're 10 years down the road and now yeah. we got the different actors. There were pinnacle moments that we needed to see when they were younger due to character growth and like just those turning points. Mm-hmm. But everything really, really mattered once people were like of age up there and, you know, cause nothing really matters until Viserys is gone. Right. So everybody as they're older, correct. Uh, everybody as they're older, I think uh, the jumps were necessary and I did find it interesting that they were doing that. Yeah. And uh, I loved it through and through. I thought it was beautiful. And on the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah. Um, same way, uh, close to what you guys feel. I actually uh, enjoyed the time jumps. Um, reason being is because I liked seeing those pinnacle moments. It was, there wasn't uh, like, hey, I'm going to deal with being, you know, 13 for a whole season. I want to get to that point of, hey, this is finally happening. Because as you just said, nothing really went forward until Viserys' death. I mean, that's when the turning point is. That is the turning point of that show. Of You have a king who's trying to keep everyone in line, who's saying, my daughter is uh, the heir. How exciting is that going to be, just for my thought, for a whole season that you're just like, all right, he's there, he's protecting him. Then all of a sudden when he died, that's when it finally hit of like, shit, or when he was near death. Mm-hmm. Then I went, this man can't even help himself. And now you have the Greens who are kind of controlling everything. And that was exciting for two episodes. And then to get to finally Viserys' death. And to go, shit is now up in the air. Who fucking knows what's going on? And then I loved at the end seeing Allison's story which is nine, and then ten being uh, Rhaenyra's story. And I thought they played it so well, and I enjoyed the pinnacle moments, just because I think back to shows like uh, Band of Brothers, which is a World War II show. HBO show. <clears throat> that was really well done, and it, it was a show about hitting pi- pivotal moments in history of, of the war. Um and it, it time jumped, not crazy, because, I mean, World War II only happened over, I mean, it still happened over a long time, but, I mean, seven years, right? Something like that? Something like that. Six to seven years. Um, total. But, to, but, right, total. But to hit those moments when the U.S. came in, what, at, uh, when there was, what, four or five years left? Um, 41. And yeah, 41 to 45. So, yeah. Um, so only a couple of years left, but hitting those pivotal moments of, hey, we're in this country, we now got here. I don't need to see the travel to there. I don't, I don't need that. And even if there were small battles that happened that, I want to see those pivotal moments. Correct, yeah. So you see that character change. I guess what I was like really interested in seeing was a little bit more of the war with the, the tripartite or whatever they called themselves. Like the oh, sure. with the, the, the crab mask. Yeah, the crab mask. I would have liked to see a little bit more of that. I would have liked, I mean, obviously they did a very good job of uh, showing how Viserys was a peaceful king. Yeah. Um, but it would have been kind of cool to see, you know, that there was a war that his brother and other houses were fighting. No. You know, how, so just little things like that is what I would have liked to see. Of or course. even just an episode because uh, Lord Corliss was gone. For six oh, years, yeah. right? It would have been cool to have an episode of you know what he was going through. Mm. You know that mm. that 
very small, right? And didn't doesn't have anything to do with the overarching story. But, but I, I think I, I that's the thing. Would have been interesting. But I think that's the thing where I agree with you. Yes, because I think we were so gifted with Game of Thrones. Because with Game of Thrones, you're watching four or five different stories. I mean, five. I mean, at least eight different households. And then within that story of each episode, you're watching four to five stories that are happening. And you got to piece them together. And in the beginning, it was annoying. But then as you got into it and you started understanding these these houses and these families. Once you got used to it and your brain was working. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, this is exciting. See, because like, I mean, that's why I need to rewatch is because I didn't pay attention to all that crap. I just, I needed to catch up yeah. and whatever. And, I, and it's just oh. what I needed to do. But like. Sorry, let me just. No, you're um, fine. When I, when I watch this show, because I'm not so fast on picking things up, I'm glad that this one was sort of contained. You felt more we're, in tune. Well, we're we're contained with who we know, the yeah. families. There's like only like a few families that we're dealing with, yeah. essentially, and then all the stories are also contained within this bubble. Right. Like you said, like the crab people on the shore would have been cool to see more of them. However. It's based on Damien's character, uh, birth and growth and direction. So, cool, we saw him, but this is Damien. We got that right out the first episode. Mm. Type stuff, you know. It's all about showing who they are. But I can follow this easier because it's contained. Like, when the when uh, <coughs> the foot monster had those guys burned yeah uh, in the in their house it's like yeah i can follow this story because yeah. I, I know who the laris laris i know who these people are yeah oh you no i mean, mean after watching the first season i'm gonna call him lord tenactin <laughs> <laughs> i mean after watching the first <laughs> season athlete's foot <laughs> you can say a name and i go yeah i know who that is like yeah, I can't remember all the names. When I go back to Game of Thrones and I watch the first season, I go, I, I'm Ned. Ned and John. That's who I got. That's the biggest one I've ever got. Yeah, right. Right. And there's Do you only remember, What was Ned's wife's name? Yes. Couldn't fucking tell you. Lori. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure zombies ate her when she was pregnant. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm just like, I like this also because it was confined. It was a lot. It's just easier to follow. You felt like, family. and again, it's it's they're trying to tell uh, out of this giant sandbox of a world that we are concentrated on in the first series ever. They're pinpointing it on one little section of the sandbox. So again, it's not the bigger picture, and not everything everywhere depends on this. This is very still like small territorial yeah. at this moment in time. Like, we're not talking everywhere right now. You know, we have two to three settings. Yeah. Dragonstone, uh, King's Landing, and... Mm. Uh, and uh, I can't remember the Lord Corliss's place. Yeah, right. Uh, Driftmark. Driftmark. Yeah, Driftmark. That's it. That's yeah. what we're dealing with. Yeah. Again, I can follow this. Now I can get really in tune to these characters and really follow the story. Because this is the story that they want to tell... And they're not worried about what you need to remember two, three seasons down the road. Mm. It's like maybe two to three episodes. I can get that. But I get that. Yeah. I can follow that now. So that's what I really, really enjoyed about this show. It's an easy follow. Especially if you've never seen Game of Thrones and somebody's like, just watch this with me. Yeah. Immediately I think you're going to be like, oh. Oh. And just another quick note. 
just because it's based on the Targaryens, I'm really glad that they did not oversaturate us with dragons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I it did not, maybe... it, it literally, I'm going to say, it did not have to ride on a dragon's back to succeed. Right. I don't need to see dragons. I know you're the house of dragons. You have them. Yeah. Let's get on with it. And they did, in fact, that for us. Yeah. yeah. I really like that. I agree. Steve, you had a face on I really disagree. I want fire. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> It's not in the first season, man. I understand. Not, but they use the dragons correctly. But now we are coming season. to the Dance of Dragons. I, I, I know. Yeah. I know. And I do remember them saying in the beginning uh, of uh, Game of Thrones <clears> that towards the end of the Targaryens, they never used dragons for anything, not even to fly on. They were the size of dogs. Right. So it was my, I'm like, oh, you can kind of see their decline because you have Rhaenyra going, well, you know, last time dragons went to war, everything burned. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fucking point of yeah. having them. And you're there, your family's there, yeah. because of this. Yeah. I know, I also see it from her point there where she's like, but what am I to rule over bones and ashes? I agree with like, Rhaenyra, I, because she has this giant weight on her shoulders because she, t- she loved her father and respects his wishes and decision. I'm saying you need to carry this dream that Aegon the Conqueror had which we know comes to fruition. Yeah. But to keep the self, the you know, the seven uh, realms together. And she's like, I don't want to dispute that. I, I mean, that was my father's wish for me. Yeah. Obviously. That's going to go out the window. Obviously. After Luke, tragic demise. Whoa, that was. And it's over. You know, coolest and, scene in the episode. That shadow in the clouds above his so tiny dragons today. And it was something like uh Eamon wanting to play a prank on his nephew. Yep. Also Eamon riding a hundred and eighty-six year old war horse of a dragon. And then it's a uh him going or the dragon going did we get the the ones from Dorne? Nope, <laughs> not at all. Like she has Alzheimer's. Yeah. Like it was he. The dragons were fighting each other. Oh yeah. Well, as soon as Rex, Rex, Rexus, Eric, or something. As soon as Eric blew fire, it was up. That was it. Oh, I knew. That was it. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then... And I should have known... Well, as soon as Eamon's like, listen to me, Rhaegar, listen to me. And See, like, even when he wanted to control the dragon, he even knew he was like, I, I just wanted an eye. I just wanted the eye. And he had no control. I got and he knew it. And he fucking knew it. Because now he's in a panic, which showed that he's a little still human. He's still human on the inside. Well, he just started a full-on fucking war. Yeah. And then Rhaenyra's face at the end of that, I paused and rewound a couple times just to see that face. Yeah. Because that's the face I've seen on Daenerys. I read today uh, she was interviewed. Sorry, they were interviewed about that. And uh, they said that it was Matt Smith's idea to have Damon deliver the news instead of somebody else. Like, they did not have that written that he was the one that said, hey, so that was Matt Smith's idea to say, allow, as she's walking to the fire, while all this discussion is going on, Damon should be the one to slowly walk up and they approach the fire together and he's the one that says it. Well, I think that's... So that was all his doing, which I think, obviously, it makes the scene, does it not? It does. Well, agree, but it, it also speaks to... Um, Damon wanted war. Correct. I mean, he he yes. fucking wants it. Oh, he war. wants it. 
So I think it's also a good direction to be like trying to choke up. I'm telling. I'm gonna tell her. Yep. Because in the back, yes, he's sad. I mean, it's one of his chil- his one of his children. Air quotes. Well, it's still his family. Right, and I know he loves. Those and he kids. definitely cares more about this one than he did right. uh, with the Valerian. But you know, in the back of his head, he went, "Oh yeah, this is this is the spark. This is exactly <laughs> what I fucking needed." Yep. Like, yep. Because there's no gonna be no. Don't do it. This is fucking hell. Oh, and then it just lends the mind to wander because uh, Corliss is now back. <clears throat> His two daughters were betrothed to her two sons. Right. Luke is now gone. So now Corliss uh, reaffirmed his alliance yep. with Rhaenyra, and, but he loves those fucking kids. His, yes. His grandkids. And now they just took one of their betrothed yeah. so well i think luke was supposed to take over driftmark yes he was so again so now there. you took the heir of driftmark away which he has none left right none left right and then you have reina who reina yeah my queen so far <laughs> my favorite she's my fucking queen oh <laughs> queen that never was queen that never was uh side note if rainier was smart she'd make her hand just saying yeah. um not damon because everything would be fucked. No, no. I but I feel random. like with him being taken, the air, now there's no air, everything. Even Reyna, who is very, very <clears throat> apprehensive about doing anything with anybody, I think even she's going to be behind everything. No. So I, it just lets the mind wander, and of course I see just dragon fire fucking everywhere. But it goes back to that, uh, I think she had the conversation with Allison, I think it was. One of one of the powerful bitches about basically like you learn from your men that you back all this time and yeah it was with <clears> Allison <throat> and she's saying like you never pictured yourself on the throne oh like yeah. all these other people are pushing and your husband and you're they're at their backs and and you take care of them but like you never pictured like you don't have an image of yourself up there you're right. not in power Alex and I love that because you know she's again it was basically like. The metaphor from uh, my big fat Greek wedding, which is like, yeah, the the man is the head of the household, but the woman's the neck, and she yeah. can turn the head anyway. So regardless of who's in power, he always goes to his woman and always yeah. has his woman's uh, always listening to his woman. It's always going to fall back on it. But yeah. like, she doesn't sit back and just watch this shit too. You think she's not learning? Oh, Especially since Allison's just been basically locked away as a prisoner for, with Viserys for so long. Of course she's learned the game. Oh, fair She sure. fucking knows. Yeah. And now she's got the worst people on her side, too. She knows. Yeah. Well, but she's also going against one of the hardest, coldest-ass bitches that's dealt with so fucking much mm-hmm. that she doesn't even know what's coming. And her husband, uncle, is the devil's advocate. <laughs> and, like, he's... The right-hand man was Satan. I'm sorry. And then yeah. you got Reyna, who's like basically an unofficial hand of the queen yeah. at this point. Because who else knows better? She sees Renera <clears throat> where she could have been. Yeah. So she's vicariously living, but also knows that she can give so much inte- uh, like uh, advice and intelligence into mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And another thing I love about Renera is that the episode was entitled The Black Queen for mm-hmm. the fat finale. I love, too, that she was dressed in mostly black in, mm. this, in this episode. But as you watch and progress, you see her progression through her outfits, too. It is red, because we are the red family. It's the dragon and stuff, yeah. red and black. 
but her entire wardrobe slowly but surely becomes black heavy instead of red heavy. And that's what I liked in this one is she was in all black the yeah. whole episode. It's like watching Daenerys go to like that all white stuff, you know, instead yeah. of her. Well, and at the end, Daenerys went into all black at the end. No. So, you know, so eventually she's all white as this angelic, hell yeah, that's our queen, mm. to this slow slip. And you see it in the clothing. And Rhaenyra has had the same thing the last few episodes. And, of course, when you see her in front of that that fire, it's like she's got them gold locks and that black jacket, and that's it. Yeah. That's our queen. Another thing is uh, the nickname for Vagar, <laughs> the giant dragon, is the Black Queen. Mm. And Reyna's dragon is the Red Queen. <clears throat> so the, they kind of played in with that. So okay. Vagar is the one who essentially started the war. Yeah. And then you had Rhaenyra, so it was both of them together. That's, again... Uh, just so cool. Just it's, like poetry. Yeah. it's poetry. Oh, it's poetry. Yeah. I mean, so a big question I have, one of the big questions I have... Yes, I will marry you. For the next... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But for the next season, is the dragon that Damon went to visit underneath Dragonstone? I, I heard a name, I saw the name on, on Facebook when I was going through everything. What was the name? I don't remember off the top of my head. Wow. But, I mean, you can look it up while you're going through up. this. Which is, again, because Damon talked about that when they were talking around the table. Because they all, didn't, wasn't there talk of a beast under the floor? He said there's there's unclaimed dragons out there. Right. One, I think two or three were under dragons. Vermithor? Might be that. But he's at two or three are un- unclaimed under Dragonstone. And we need to figure that fucking shit out. Because then there's three for us. Okay. Uh, and then there was a couple other that I forgot where they were parked at. But obviously when Damon goes down to the dungeon, basement, whatever was going on. And him singing that song. I want to know what the meaning of that was. And I want to know what this dragon's all about. Because it was fucking big. And gnarly. <coughs> and gnarly. Like it, it was, was angry. scraggly and gross. I, I, it was angry. I'm not trying to uh, read too much into it, but no. apparently that's the oldest dragon alive. Because, okay, it sure. has the teeth and the grossness yeah. and the scraggliness. It was aggressive. Whatever. It was gross. It was aggressive. But I also think it's one of, like, when I saw him singing the song, or I heard the song being sang and he's down here, like, I didn't pick it up again. I'm slow. But obviously he's going down there for a reason and you hear the yeah. stuff or you see the whatever. You're like, ah, dragon, got it. I just put it to the equivalent of it's a snake charming song because they have such, they know the language of the dragon. They know how to tame the dragon. Oh, for sure. They know the commands of the dragon. Like they are the dragon. <clears throat> They're born by fire. Yeah. Just as the dragons are. So I, I believe wholeheartedly without knowing that that was just the song of the dragon, let's say. And they have, yeah, formulated well, some I... tune at some harmony or whatever right. lyrics, whatever it is, where you can. Right, and I mean, like, I, like I understand that. A horse no, and I, I understand that. I want to know the meaning behind it. That's right, right, right. I'm like, I want to. All of a sudden, Damon comes out, and I said, "I sang the, you know, this," and everyone's like, "Whoa!" I sing up to this point, right? Exactly, and this dragon now fucking comes up behind him. Also, great shot when Damon's dragon fucking came next to him. And he's like, if you want to be cool, we can be cool. If you want to die right now, I'll give you a swift death. And if you want to be a traitor, 
you're going to fucking feel everything. Right. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, dude. Um, but I just, I, again, I'm so fascinated by the Targaryens because they have dragons. So I want to know the mythos of where these songs come from right. and what are the meaning to the dragon. And how did he know that was the fucking song? Because I'm sure there's other songs, right? Like, I'm sure there's other songs they sing about dragons and you sang around your dragons, but I want to fucking know the heart and soul of why it was that. You know? Or it had, why is that song in right. particular? The right. one he sang to that dragon. What was said. I am yeah, right I with you because I'm thinking if this is the oldest dragon alive. It's got to be the oldest song, though. Why has it been locked right. in a dungeon for, let's throw a number, 100 years? Because untamable what? meets untamable. Right. There had to have been somebody beforehand. I feel like I feel like he went to the nuclear option right, right away. Yeah. Also, though, he wants a nuclear option in his pocket for when oh, need for sure. be. Very for when true. need be. Yeah. He knows exactly where to go to bring out the big guns. Because he just wanted Rhaenyra to go. Like he's yep. not gonna bust that out at the beginning. Fuck that. You're not gonna bust out your, your biggest trick. Right at the get-go. No, you're going to wait till Rhaegar is at the fucking the place. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go. Got ah, it. Got there it. we go. Got it. You know what you did to my son, Luke? Same shit. <laughs> I got the biggest dragon. Well, I got the oldest <clears throat> and biggest dragon. Yeah. And you know this thing's been locked up for so long, there's nothing but rage inside of it. Oh, And yeah. again, and again, it's... As he blew it's, fire over the whole thing? Yeah. It's the untamable meets the untamable. Yeah. It's a perfect match. The only one that can tame the oldest dragon, because let's face it, Damon is like a once in a couple lifetimes sort of character or person. Yeah. Let's say. Well, maybe that last person was how long ago and also was able to tame this dragon. And it takes somebody like Damon, who has a heart of gold. We all know this. And will defend and kill for the ones he loves. And also, he's the most backstabbing ass fucking yeah, toxic that's why in like, the world. Heart of gold, gold. My face is turning him up. I'm like, because he does. Because he does when it needs to be, and for the ones he absolutely will put his heart on the line for. And just because I say a heart of gold doesn't mean he's got a normal sized heart. I mean, this thing could be that big, but it's a heart of gold. But he's got one. But also, he ain't no stranger to being like, well, fuck you, so fuck you. I have a question. <laughs> Why do you look like a 2000s side guy on a rap stage? <laughs> my question While they're looking at Teresa. <laughs> I put the towel over my head. I don't know why. You look like a buddy. Um, but no. So drawing comparisons between Damon and Eamon, mm-hmm. I feel like they're the same person. However, I think Damon they both wanted more. A little bit more vicious, mm. but also smarter. I was gonna just ask you, who do you think is more calculated? I don't. Damon. I don't agree. Damon's more calculated. Oh, I think Damon is. No, I think Damon. Is. I think Damon is more. He's more on the back foot when you push him back. I don't think Damon has enough experience to be on Damon's level. Ergo, Damon, I think, is more calculated because even when Eamon thought he was being calculated, which is just going to scare his cousin, he ended up killing him. Well, he's still a kid. 
He's still a kid, of course. Point being, so he's. But when he's when it's just. But also deliverance. Amon is never since the Amon is always going to be younger. He's never going to have the forthright of Damon. Mm. And the reason I say that is because, do you think? Let's go back to Damon's pivotal moment. He went on a beach by himself, gave up his weaponry by himself, was surrounded by the king's crabs people by himself. Sword in not a good position at all. And fucking wrecked a lot of them. Took an arrow and then killed the king crab man. Do you think Amond would have done the I same thing? I could see him doing that. I don't think he would. I, I think see him doing that. I think, I think Amond, Amond is the type of person that would have needed a backup plan in his pocket. I think Amond is calculated in I'm planning this out. Where Damon is calculated of going, I know I can do this. He, he can have a shorter time. Moment. Correct. But he knows he's he can do it. He's more adaptable. He's more adaptable. But I, think, I think Eamon is not. But he's I think Eamon is like, I think Eamon, I think NWO, which is like, you're going to lose, but then he's got Macho Man rushing into disqualification. Okay, saved you. Backup plan. Like, he can go in to war is what I'm saying, but he also has a plan B, meaning he knows he can't do this. He doesn't have the Amen. confidence in getting it done. He needs a plan B. Amen. Amen. I think Amen's always going to. I think Amen's always going to come up short, because without within the first season, he has always come up short. Besides getting the main dragon, he lost. Well, he's short sighted. Ah, I mean, but in aspects of it, he's come up short in the main plot of things. He lost an eye because he decided to fight his fucking cousins. Started a war. Yeah, he, and he knows he's king worthy yet isn't the heir isn't to kidding. the throne. The, to the throne. But so he'll never be as good as I what just, he thinks he is. Right. Damon. What do they call that? You're you're chasing the not a pipe dream, but it's like chasing your you know, unicorn or some shit like that. No. I almost said something and I don't know if you remember this from the original Game of Thrones. Go on. But it's kind of a spoiler. Of the original Game of Thrones? It's in the original it's Game of Thrones. It's been over for a while. So he's the one who kills Rhaenyra. Is he? There's a scene where Joffrey's walking through the old Targaryen crypts and he goes, Town there's Rhaenyra Targaryen who was bitten in half by her her brother's dragon. Huh. Aegon the second doesn't have a dragon. Interesting. So the only one with the dragon is Aemond with right. Viserys, or not Viserys, Vagar. He ends up killing Rhaenyra. Yeah, I mean, well, again, he can kill her, but doesn't mean that it's, he's going to benefit from anything of it. No, he's going to die. Right. I just see I just see so much Damon in him. Oh, 100%. He'll I don't, never, I don't disagree the same, with that. They're not the same, but there's definitely Damon in him. because they're he, on, I think they're on par. They both have a conqueror's mind. They both have a yeah, king's I just think mindset. Eamon's a little shorter. I think he's, he's too. I think he's too wild card. He's not controlled enough. Eamon like or Damon? Eamon, I, I think Eamon thinks with his emotions rather than Damon thinking logically. Damon, you know what I mean? Like Eamon, if you get the best of him or you get a one up on him, like Eamon's gonna do whatever it takes right away to do it, and Damon will. So does Damon. 
but Damon's better. Most but Damon's better about it. Better at it. Right. Like Eamon's always messy. He's not, mm. you know, he's not up to par for what he wants to do. He's, no. he's parallel-ish to Damon. Yeah. So I I don't know. I always think Damon's gonna have a step above Eamon. Hundred. Yeah. Um, oh, excuse me. All right. Rank the cunts. Okay. You ready? <laughs> yep, you go first. Great. My first. <laughs> now I'm going to start with the third. Let's do this. Let's do cunts and then your number one favorite okay. character. Uh, but I want there's there's three cunts and I want you to rate them how I'm going to rate them. Okay. Number three, Allison. Or sorry, not Allison. Otto Hightower. Big cunt. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. Number two, Sir Christian. Loved him. Big cunt. Turned into one. My number one big cunt, Sir Laris. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Fuck Clubfoot. I am going going to say number three, Kristen. Yep. Two is Alicunt. And one is Otto. Yeah. He has a big cunt. Oh, my God. I... Allison is just so fucking stupid to allow. Okay, I could go on a tangent. You Alec. could. Um, I, I'm tied with... Uh... No, hang on. I'm going to replace uh, Sir Kristen Cold because he's nothing but Bantha fodder as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he's just lucky to be there. He's so pretty. It's gone out the window for me. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't respect him. I hate him. Yeah. Uh, Sir Laris. Yeah. That's number Sir three. Turnact- yeah. Sir Tenacton is my number three, followed by Alicon, followed by the man that put her there. Because that man is going to die a horrible death. Oh, I can't wait till Otto dies. I agree. But I Otto's not going to make it long. Because I... Laris is. Because I always look at the... Uh, little finger of the entire thing and it's either going to it's either Otto or Laris I mean it's obviously Laris. it's Laris but they're both that conniving Terrible and people, backstabbing yeah. only for their greater good only for their growth I cannot wait yeah. like if somebody makes Laris eat his own feet and then he chokes <laughs> like I don't give a shit yeah. let's do it you I know? want Otto to be boiled in oil <laughs> I don't even know if I even want like Otto to have Ramsey's death. Like, if there could be something worse than getting <laughs> eaten by your week long starving dogs, I don't know. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Top three favorite. Top three. Top three favorite. My third will be. Why can't I think of who my third was? I literally just had it in my head. Oh, my third will be. The bald lord commander who gives up his position. Big respect to him. Big respect. Big respect to that man. <laughs> I give an oath to serve whoever's king. Yeah. Once all y'all come <laughs> I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> Number two, Damon. He can do no wrong. And I love him. And I will die for him. <laughs> <laughs> And number one, the queen of all queens, Queen Rhaenyra. I mean, you can't go wrong. I think, I think both uh, 
females, even though they is they. Both females who portrayed her, I think, have done an excellent job. Um, I think it was some of the greatest story progression, some of the greatest acting, and then some of the greatest picking the right person to play older Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they did such an excellent job. Allison, they did a great job, too. Uh, but again, to have Rhaenyra, who is your pinnacle, you need someone who's great. And I think they did a great job on both of them. Yeah. And, and that goes, and it's, it goes to the actors on that for sure. Yep. So that'd be my top three. Well, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to agree with the Lord Commander for mm-hmm. three because only as of recent, that just hit me so hard. Yeah. As soon as he grabbed his cloak off him, I'm like, yep. Yep. You are a man of honor and I love you to death. That means you will do anything that matters for anybody you back. Um, then I'll have to go with I didn't know well that. actually again based on the last episode um, the cool twin mm. who decides to bend his knee oh yeah and uh, give his forthright everything. Sir Eric thank you Sir Eric yep um, Absolutely, hundred percent. I was Respect. I was rooting for him, uh, even when they were searching through the whole town for Aegon to begin yeah. with. I'm like, and he brought her a crown, like it, it, correct, which is awesome. Yeah, her father's crown, yes, yeah. and uh, which leads to Queen Rhaenyra. It, it's a hundred percent what Andy said. The actresses did too good of a job where it was mm. just unbelievable. Like you captured, it wasn't just an actress playing a character. Like you captured. That character so well. Mm. That's all I saw was the character and not even anything beside that. Yeah. And uh, what a beautiful story and what an upbringing and to what a strong, strong person to follow. And yeah. I'm 100%. That's mine. Um, I'm going to do number three, Rhaenyra. Okay. Bold. Saw that coming. <clears throat> Bold. <laughs> <laughs> Rhaenyra. I'm good. I'm good. Don't. I will not be answering questions at this time. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> we don't got time for it, anyways. Reina. Okay. Reina's a good one. Und. Viserys. Viserys. I knew that was going to be on your list. Viserys. He was fantastic. That even George R. R. Martin reached out to the actor and said, "You portrayed Viserys better than I did in the book." Right. And I like that. Really? Yeah, yes. he did. He texted him and was like, "I." You're a better Viserys than my Viserys ever yeah. was. Which had to have been what the f- that's yeah. amazing because he killed that role and I love it. the uh, it's not really a meme it's a cartoon well it's a meme cartoony but it's the four panel and it's a dog going to heaven but it has Viserys's face mm-hmm. and then he goes was I a good king no you were the best but king. you were a good man yeah which uh, was true and he would and I when I seen that I cried when I in that split second I there was a single tear when he just reached his hand up and goes. Hello, my love, or whatever it was, because I knew that was his wife who he who died in childbirth. Yeah, and I was like, mm. no. And he looked like Emotep on the train. The <laughs> mummy, didn't he? Yes, he did. Hundred percent. This is his cheek. Yeah, yeah. yeah he had the same. He had the same right side of the face. Yeah. With, with where's his, Benny? Where's Benny? With <laughs> his Phantom Menace mask or his mask of the or, yeah. Jesus Christ Phantom, Phantom of the Opera mask, which looked. Dope, by the way. It, it certainly did. 
But yeah, no, Viserys is my number one favorite character. He was fantastic. It's not even, I don't think there's any argument in, in our list at all. No, no. I agree. But we are out of time. I do want to say thank you for everyone for joining in. But also we will come back together once we have a release date of House of the Dragon Season 2. Mm-hmm. Two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once we get trailers and stuff, I think we should all sit back together and start pondering what's going to happen for Season 2 and where is it going to lead. So oh, 100% that's going to happen. So, Steven, thank you for joining us. Thank Appreciate you. your time. You Fucking so hate you. Thank you. Uh, Alec, I love you. Alec, love you. I love you too. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.